0: Connecticut Democrats, or Connecticut as they have never been called. Welcome back to Connecticut the CT Dems podcast. I'm David Kostek. And I'm Jacqueline Cozen. Today on the podcast, we have Anya Goldsby. She is running for mayor in the town of Cromwell, and it's uh, just a, a tremendous conversation, and Jacqueline has joined. Jacqueline, Hello, talk you. a little bit about Anya.
1: Oh, Anya is great. Uh, she's got... Um, such energy uh, and just great really? vision uh, for the town and um, appreciation for its citizens, especially, I think, uh, someone named Francis, who she's promised macaroni and cheese, to. So there
0: you uh, go. Uh, yeah. Connecticut State motto is I, I never get it right in the Latin. So I'll just kind of skip to my rough English translation that uh, you know, the one who is transplanted sustains. Anya moved here from Pennsylvania. She went to UConn Law School and she. Uh, decided to make Connecticut her home. She's exactly an exemplar of exactly what we're looking for in uh, young people coming to the state and making a difference. She's very inspiring, and we'll be hearing Mm -hmm. from her right now on Connecticut's the CT Dems podcast.
1: Well, Anya, thank you so much for being here with us. It's so exciting. Your candidacy is so exciting. Uh, How are you doing? How are, how's it going? Uh, out on the doors you feeling good is it uh are you tired yet (laughs) (laughs) never tired (laughs) i I feel like tired is
2: kind of a constant state of being at this point but um yeah no everything is going well i've been um really just excited to get out there and meet with and talk with the residents and so i've hit so many doors and um, talked to a lot of amazing people so i'm excited to continue those efforts and and push forward to victory for november 2nd
1: awesome Uh, So tell us a little bit about yourself, like what, what's your background and, you know, why are you running?
2: Yeah, so um, I am someone that I would consider myself a leader for sure. Um, I grew up in in Pennsylvania, originally from Philadelphia. I went to Bryn Mawr College for undergrad, and then I came to Connecticut in 2013 to go to UConn Law School. Go Huskies! Nice. nice. <laughs> so, um, w- w- Connecticut really kind of stole my heart once I got up here. It's such a beautiful place. Um, it is. So, We're so lucky. It, yeah. it really is, and the community I think is a big reason why I decided to stay here, um, especially as a Young Lawyer, um, the Connecticut Bar Association, some of the other affinity bar associations. I just felt like I had a lot of support here. So it was a lot easier for me to stay because I had so much support behind me, but um, I'm someone that uh, really just likes to get involved. I think that's the easy easy way to put it. Um, when I see things that are problematic or I see ways where I can jump in and help, I wanna help. Um, and so one of the things that I do um, in my business, I uh, work with pre-law students and law students through a lot of different mentoring programs. I really help them sort of along that journey through the application process as well as uh, while they're in law school, I've done mock interviews through UConn law as an alma mater, and then also have just really just taken on a lot of mentees. So uh, I'm talking to a lot of different people. But to me, it's just about giving back and service. And so that's a big reason as to why I wanted to run for mayor. Um, I live in Cromwell, I love this town. And I felt like there were things that I could do and things that I could bring to
1: the table that would
2: benefit everyone.
1: So I'm excited. Nice. That's great. And I, I would imagine that, you know, you must see a lot in your career, people who like you it, trying to choose where they want to stay. Do I want to stay in Connecticut? Like, what do I want to do? I, I'm curious to hear, I know this is a little off, but what do you hear people saying about Connecticut and, you know, when they're looking toward where they want to land next or are they staying in Connecticut? Are they looking to go elsewhere? I know it's a you know rough. I think yeah I know I think it depends on who you're talking to. So you know
2: people that are probably young professionals I think are slowly but surely looking at Connecticut. Obviously we border New York City and and Massachusetts and you know Boston areas. So in terms of pricing I think Connecticut is cheaper in that sense. But I think people are really looking for a place where they can raise a family where they feel comfortable and supported. And so. I think Connecticut has great opportunity for that, especially for young professionals. There's a lot out here. But I also think perhaps uh, people that maybe don't know Connecticut and don't have a reason to come here or visit they probably don't know what we all have to offer. And so Mm -hmm. I know like myself, there are a lot of people that I went to law school with and people that are from here that grew up here and they've been here pretty much their entire life. Um, And me as being someone as a Connecticut transplant, I'm so glad that I ended up here because it's really a beautiful place and it has a lot to offer. So sometimes coming out of state um, and going to different schools and universities in different states that are maybe uh, in locations that you wouldn't otherwise go too, can be a huge benefit. So I, that's
0: one of the things that I did. And I'm glad I did. Nice. It goes to, uh, to settle in Cromwell. Um, so let's, let's just extend like drill down from Connecticut to local. What do you see as, as sort of Cromwell's untapped potentials? Like what are, what are the real opportunities for that, for, for your town to grow?
2: Yeah, I love Cromwell. I think one of the biggest benefits to it is we're right kind of central in the middle of the state. And so we have the ability to um, utilize other parts of the state and access other parts of the state very quickly and easily. Um, But I think the biggest thing about Cromwell is that it's got this small town sort of feel and everyone is so welcoming and really, really appreciative of you. Every single resident I've spoken to has just been so nice. I I don't know how else to describe it. I'm walking around and and sometimes like 90 plus degree weather and pretty much every other person are are you good? Do you need a bottle of water? You know, and uh-huh. they're just so so sweet because they, they're worried about me and I'm like, no, I'm fine. Although sometimes I have taken them up on that that offer because <laughs> it the gets water. quite hot. <laughs> yes, but everyone's especially humid days right. like today. Absolutely. But everyone has been super, super um, wonderful that I've been in contact with. But I think, um, you know, Promo specifically seems to be known, at least outside of the state, and in the state as well as a place that people come to for the Travelers Championship each year, and then they kind of head out. And I really believe that Caramo has so much more to benefit beyond that, right? We have a beautiful riverfront, um, and that's one of the things that I want to focus on in part of my platform, because there are parts of it that are uh, underdeveloped that we need to really um, vamp up. And so I am going to be working with uh, the current Middletown Mayor, Ben Floresheim, to really partner and make sure that we have clear steps to utilize this beautiful gem that we have right here in our backyard.
0: Talk a little bit about um, the the American Rescue Plan. Um, You know, every every city and town in Connecticut, including Cromwell, uh, received a a chunk of funds from that and they have some discretion over how they use it. Uh, What's going on in Cromwell with that right now? And looking forward to next year, um, what would you do differently or, or how would you use it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So Cromwell got just over $4 million in um, the American Rescue Plan Act. And uh, so far, only $36,000 has been used. Um, What they have done is taken that chunk of money and provided, essentially, bonuses to all of the town employees. This also extends to um, employees of the fire district as well. So I think that was certainly a great initial use, but there's so much more that can be done with this money. One of the things that I think Cromwell can really benefit from is putting money in economic development. Development, especially for infrastructure walking around this entire town, one of the things that is very obvious to me is that we need more sidewalks. Some of these roads are very dangerous and difficult to navigate around. And so if I was a parent and I had my child walking home from school, I would be terrified if they had to go down one of these roads that did not have a sidewalk. And so we all want everyone to be safe um, when they're walking around town. It's a beautiful town to explore. But if we don't have sidewalks for people to navigate safely, it's going to be difficult for us to do that. So that would be one of the things that I would absolutely focus on. I already mentioned riverfront development. I think that that would be a great project, adding a walking path um, and just making sure that it's actually walkable down there as well. And then just supporting our small businesses. There's so much that we can do with the small businesses that we have in town. And I want to see us flourish. They were impacted um, by COVID-19 and still are being impacted by COVID-19. And so we want to make sure that we're putting money back into them. Um, And so those are just a few ideas that I have. Um, There's so much that we can do to make Cromwell better. And so what we need to do is really just uh, put our heads together, really work together and figure out what's gonna be best for everyone.
0: When it comes to the schools in Cromwell, what would you do uh, differently? Where, where are your, what's your priorities for the, for the Cromwell schools?
2: so I know Cromwell has a a good reputation for having great education. I'm someone that has um, a focus on education in my law practice, mainly special education, and so that is definitely at the forefront of my mind to make sure that we have all the resources we need for our students to be successful. Both the elementary school and the middle school, in my opinion, are overdue for some updates. Um, I think they're over 50 years old at this point, and so our kids deserve those higher level um, access to resources, and so I would love to to see some of the funds utilized to update both of those
0: schools.
1: Awesome! We all know that you know Connecticut's known for its schools, and uh, I would imagine that you know children's education is the uh, most important uh, aspect, and a lot of reason why people move here. So, and I'm sure you're hearing that on the doors. Um, I guess I like a little bit more of the personal conversation. Is there a certain conversation you've had on the doors that is most memorable to you that you've experienced so far that's really stuck with you uh, as you have been going along?
2: Um, Actually, there's a couple, but one stands out and this is one where I don't even know as mayor if I would have the ability to help them as much, but um, I, I did mention on my platform that uh, seniors are a big part of Cromwell as well, and we need to make sure that we are focusing on them. So a lot of senior citizens that I spoke to um, feel that the senior center could be better, it could be larger, they could have more things for them to do, and it's underutilized, likely because um, some of it could be COVID nineteen related as well. But um, I think we need to make sure that seniors know that they are appreciated. But one particular uh, resident that I spoke to and a few in the specific take a specific community was um, complaining about the increase in their rent. Now I know that that's mm-hmm. not their specific issue because there are other properties and uh, privately owned uh, con- uh, complexes, apartment complexes that do this. But one woman, she said her rent keeps going up and up and up. And I promised her, and I will bring her some mac and cheese the next time I make it <laughs> because she said she saves every bit of
1: her leftovers, <laughs> and that was her favorite. So next time I do that, Francis, I got you. You yeah, you got to be careful if you choose uh you know craft annie's you know what you what you know Velveeta. there's a lot <laughs> that's a uh, the political your political future hangs on mac and cheese <laughs> oh no this is from scratch none of that none of that oh really <laughs> oh yes, nice oh, oh i want to try some of that a little uh never mind we won't go into the recipe of what you <laughs> use. <laughs>
0: I'm not, I'm not sure every volunteer can be promised the mac and cheese. However, if people want to help out, if people want to pitch in, uh, where do they go? Where do they find more information about you? Tell, tell folks how to get involved.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, my website is goldsby4mayor.com. I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at goldsby4mayor. So if you want to learn more about me, just go head over to my website. Um, I'm super excited about the election. I really appreciate you guys
1: having me here today. I was just wondering if you can say just as a woman running for a top of the ticket position, um, especially uh, for women of color, if you have, you know, what are the top three pieces of advice that you would want to give to them in terms of getting involved in politics?
2: I would just say, do it to me running and being um, in this position isn't because I'm a woman, it isn't because I'm a black woman, it's because I care. So if you care about something and it's calling you, just say yes to that calling and get out there and do it and get involved. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it just because you're a woman, because you absolutely can. And we need more women in positions of power because we matter, our voices matter, and we really bring a lot to the
1: table. So just keep going. Wow. That was awesome, Dave. I really enjoyed that conversation. And for everybody else out there, uh, you can get involved in a lot of ways. Um, You can get involved with CT Dems at ctdems.org slash volunteer. Or if you want to get involved directly with uh, Anya's campaign, go to goldsbyformayor.com, And that's also on her Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook.
0: And if you live somewhere else in the state, or even out of state, if you want to get involved again, that's ctdem.org slash volunteer, or I promise you, someone is running for first selectman, mayor, board of education in your town, and these municipal elections are so, so important. Uh, this is a year where we tend to see people drop off, and we're urging you to get involved. It's a great chance for you to get involved in your town and make a really big difference. Anya has gotten involved, She's going to make a really big difference. And now we're turning to you.
1: Yes, local elections matter and they matter the most.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Coming up, this is our series of municipal podcasts. So we'll have more candidates coming at you a couple times each week here on Connecticut, the CT Dems podcast.